2: Believe in yourself, believe in your body. Rock, rock, rock. It's the Self-Esteem Party. Everyone, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston. And with me, on Labor Day is producer slash husband slash roommate Norm Sousa. Norm, how's your Labor Day weekend going?
0: Um, seems to be going fine. How's your Labor Day weekend going?
2: <laughs> I woke up with a bit of a stomachache. I'm feeling a lot better now.
0: We went to Salazar's last night and we had some um margaritas and, and some Mexican food.
2: And I'm out on margaritas. Yeah. I know this now. You I didn't can't even do finish my drink. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Because I got too into the sugar rim and salt. Salt rim? <laughs> salt rim. Right, right. I'm telling you, there must have been sugar on there because I could not stop coming back.
0: I think if there's a mixture, yeah. There th- that one had like a lime, like it was too limey. Whatever too salty it was, I me. couldn't breathe. No, it was too much. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, but otherwise, I think I'm doing okay. Saw some friends this weekend. That was really fun to kind of see some people and stuff like that. Who did we see? Not really anything to do. Well, we saw our guests. Came right. over, right, right? Right. We saw Pat and Jackie. That's right. We. Saw, I hurt. I myself a, Saturday. You
0: had a knee injury.
2: Saturday, I had a, so I had to miss an event. Yes. It was, we had to go out and get a brace, and the brace was too small, and then cutting off circulation. In my oh, is that leg. true? Yeah. So oh. then I had to, I was already icing it, but then I had to re ice it because of that, mm. <laughs> like ice the rest of it to calm it down.
0: And, so
2: it was kind of a disaster.
0: And um, yeah, su- Saturday was a write off. Surprise on me, there's a, we have a wedding to go to next week. So we had to go, I had to go buy a, like a light shirt to wear underneath, underneath my suit or whatever. Turns out I'm uh, quite large. <laughs> that was my whole beef this weekend
2: yeah that's how it turns out huh <laughs> yeah that's how it turns out wow okay so, uh, uh so how are you wait that means you must not be feeling that good no i'm
0: not <laughs> so what's your yeah. number
2: scale of one to ten how are you feeling about your self-esteem
0: oh god yeah um three four yeah that yeah.
2: you know what that's valid because the having to well having to go to the wedding is a high pressure situation, and then when you right. can't find something to wear, mm-hmm. then it makes you feel bad because you're like, well, what am I supposed to do? I have to go to this wedding.
0: No, and like it's you, high pressure. I I just kept forgetting about this wedding, and then it's like now I have to Labor Day weekend. I got to go get my suit cleaned and all this stuff. It's like, is it going to get back on time?
2: Oh we do not no. think this through, and I hate weddings. It sprung up. I hate weddings. I always love the people getting married, Mm -hmm. so I'm happy to be there. But like, I'm not good at weddings. You know, I'm not in on the cousins. Maybe an aunt or uncle. I'm always at a I'm always at a questionable table where there's too many bits going, and they're all from me.
0: I like eating the dinner, (laughs) having a couple of drinks. I
2: love the dinner and drinks, and I like seeing the dresses. Sure, because as we know, I love say yes to the dress. Yeah, because they always say yes, almost.
0: Yeah, until one time they say yes, and then there's a black title card that's like she actually didn't say yes. <laughs> you <laughs> are so right. They never, they so never let right. you see that
2: part. No, they would never. You are so right. I hate
0: that show. That's just dumb.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never said it was good. You,
0: you put one on the other day that was like the there was like a ten year anniversary. No, twenty
2: year anniversary. Twenty year
0: anniversary special, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh my god, all the dresses we've said yes to." Like it was just like. <laughs>
2: and it was just a a recap recap
0: of just a bunch of
2: (laughs) i had seen every one of those episodes i knew all the dresses (laughs) they always look the exact same and everyone's like it's totally unique nobody's gonna have ever worn this i feel like my own person
0: then there's just always like the the mom or like the uncle who's there and is like i don't like it
2: (laughs) (laughs) who sounds exactly like your portuguese father I don't like it there's too much
0: of a train (laughs) Uh.
2: yeah everybody's passing out about it or then they have the little cards that say yes or no and they like flip them
0: that must have been earlier in the seasons I didn't catch (laughs) that one
2: Oh, Norm, it was all over the 20-year anniversary show.
0: <laughs> I don't know how we started talking about you say yes to the dress, cause Ugh, I don't like And that thank show. God
2: we did. Anyways, well, I'll tell you what, my oh, self-esteem yeah, is we were soaring, because I'm in baggy overalls. I was
0: like, how did we get on this topic? Oh, yes, we were talking about weddings and trying things on. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, and what a fucking nightmare it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Norm...
0: I did say to a gag to the waiter yesterday... Um, that I was in Nordstrom's earlier, and he was like, "Nordstrom's nice." Like, as like I was making it up, and I was like, "No, actually, I have a receipt. I was at Nordstrom's earlier today."
2: And then we showed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Norm, the wedding's gonna be next Saturday, so by the time we come back on, we'll have the report about how the wedding went, yeah, and what we wore, and if people play their cards right, we'll post a photo. <laughs> Like but that's threat. only if you're playing cards and if you're doing it right
0: wait they have to be playing cards and playing a game that you know and they have to be following the rules and i
2: don't know a lot of games
0: um no you don't actually <laughs> Yeah, didn't um, i have to teach you how to play crazy eights i don't remember yeah yeah
2: well crazy eights more like crazy great game <laughs> and who's on the that g- note let's get, the guest. It. let's get out of here Everybody, old friend that I met from back in Chicago when I lived there, my, my short stint, my little three-year stint there. And for me, someone,
0: I, we follow each other. on. So I feel like I know this person, but uh, we're really going to get to know them now. And I met them in person the first time here.
2: Yes, but you guys knew who each other was, so that was yes. really fun to have the big in-person meeting and yeah. to know you weren't getting catfished. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I just thought she was really funny at Twitter. Uh, and and uh, now you seems...
2: know she's real, and there could be a connection.
0: Right, right. You never know.
2: <laughs> Let's find out, even though you're not on the episode. <sighs> Everybody, please help me welcome my guest, Jocelyn Hughes, right after this break. It's a self-esteem It's a self-esteem party. Jocelyn, welcome. Ah. To the self-esteem party
1: podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All
2: ready to go. Here we are. We are it's a hot day.
1: It's a it's a toasty one. We're in it.
2: We're, and yeah, I'm thrilled that you came here. Cause I don't know your AC situation, but I was like, I was willing to go to you. And we could have done Zoom. That's never as fun. Never as fun. It's never as fun. And Plus, it, it's it's so... And then internet and what to do for everybody.
1: Exactly. You got it yeah. all set up. I'm coming over.
2: I'm so glad. I'm getting a full tour of the house. I'm- <laughs> full tour. I was like, do you want to... Do-? I always feel weird because we the rooms are such weird colors that yeah. you can see it catching people's eyes being like, huh, I wonder what that is. So I'm always like, oh, do you want a tour to like explain the colors of the house? Oh, I don't think you
1: have to do that. I think, I think you have such... You guys, she has such high ceilings. I can't even. You guys would die if you could see these ceilings. If
2: you guys could see the height of these ceilings, let me tell you, you won't come back. You will not. (laughs) You will not come into this house. (laughs) You guys are going to be devastated. In fact, we're going to post a photo of how high the ceilings are on the Patreon. So everybody, subscribe if you want to see the ceilings. Pay that money. (laughs) Pay that money. I would
1: pay money to see these ceilings. (laughs) My point being, you can have color in here because there's so much light and there's so much height.
2: Yeah, the width the windows are so tall they were impossible to cover but they are so tall it's gorgeous I'm so happy to to be here we're off to a running start here uh this is the perfect time to ask yeah on a scale of one to ten yeah in terms of your self-esteem and how you're feeling about yourself Mm -hmm. where would you say you are I okay it's been a weird few years Yes. Um, I, I will go ahead and give the controversial agreement to that <laughs> statement. I know.
1: Big controversy. And
2: well, I'm gonna be the only one that agrees with you. Yeah, that's true. Everybody else on the other podcast are against you.
1: <laughs> Everybody at the total normal. But pandemic aside, I think self esteem wise, yeah. I have more self esteem than ever. More okay. self worth. I feel yes. better. But it's been a rocky road.
2: Let's just say it's been a bumpy one. To get there. To get there. Yeah. I'm going to say you usually can't get there unless it is. Yeah. Because if you come in flying high all the time and then something bad happens, it brings you down to like a two. Because you're like, what is this foreign feeling? Whereas if you've had a couple of bad things happen, you're like, I've been here and I've gotten out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, it's kind yep. of like because the last time we ran into it, and listen, I I don't bring up people's personal business; they can do it. <laughs> but the last time I ran into you, do you remember? It was at UCP Green Room, and we were both coming in hot with drama, and we were like, "What have you been up to?" And we were both like, "Okay, here's what's." It was just one of those like gab sessions. Yeah, I think we were back there for like forty minutes or something. Was do it you the remember the Lifetime those?
1: taping? No, that was at a different. Theater. No,
2: yeah, this was at this was in the green room at uh, Sunset. Okay, so what show would you have been doing there, girl? I, I mean, who can remember? I do not. I have no idea. I just remember it was a nicer setting. Than, yeah. No offense to UCB Franklin, but it was a nicer setting.
0: Right. right, <laughs> That's right, right, so right.
2: rude. I'm like, oh, it wasn't by the trash cans backstage. I
1: don't think that's rude at all. It's it's you're like literally but you're in a sharing a hallway with a bar and a dumpster. <laughs> it's true so there's no like d- breeze or draft no. like it just kind of sits back there and there's a
2: fun and comedians so yeah be well, comedians, you already comedians- can't breathe yeah you already can't breathe back there p.u. p.u. Nothing. bless you guys and your, your sweaty jokes <laughs> we love them keep them coming i'll tell you one thing
1: uh comics sure they're funny but it, you want a smelly shoe
2: watch yourself a
1: male comedian
2: and Ooh. for other reasons avoid them yeah. Uh, in fact, we're going to list them all today <laughs> uh,
1: if we want to talk about why my self-esteem's gone up. Okay, am I right? High five,
2: Here we all go. right? So you're feeling good, better feeling than, good. or rough couple years, but now better than it was before those rough couple years. Yeah. Okay. I would say so overall
1: life we're we're doing great. We are we are very happy. We're content. Yes
2: yes I mean you literally are glowing and you look like baby from dirty dancing
1: <laughs> well thank you I just I with just the watermelon highlighter. Oh, yeah. highlighter oh yeah highlighter
2: oh no no not the watermelons dancing on the bridge and the highlighter looks great <sighs> thank you I recently got into one and let's just say it's not going well <laughs> <laughs> If I'm being honest, which is what this podcast is all
1: about. This podcast is solely about highlighting your face, not even the contouring. Just the, I, I don't ask know how, to how do you're that. feeling,
2: your self-esteem, in terms of highlight. Yeah, yeah. I and, say, and you're like, I'm a 10 out of 10. What can I say?
1: I followed one YouTube tutorial, and now I'm the most confident girl I looked world. at a
2: YouTube tutorial, too. I, it makes me laugh because it's like I made fun of that and resisted it for so long and now I'm like honestly it's useful what was I fucking thinking they I could have looked I could have looked way better for years for years and I'm and this is me only at a basic YouTube tutorial yeah. imagine if I really did a deep dive and We studied could, it and practiced well, we, we could look next level as if we have a glow light on us well we'd be a glow light.
1: we'd be supermodels
2: I think that's obvious we wouldn't have time for this podcast that's a fact yeah we'd be walking runways <laughs> yeah, and like trying to maybe record the audio <laughs> everyone's like, all we're hearing is the click-clack of heels. And I'm like, it's still one of my better episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So can I ask, what would you say is the biggest difference of knowing that you feel better about yourself now?
1: I would say I... Had a realization a few years ago, so okay. I've been, you know, I've been working on this. I've been, girl, I've been doing breath work. Okay, oh, I've been okay. doing therapy. Yes, I will we meditate. Love it. I do all the stuff. If you tell me something's gonna make me feel better, if I'll eat it, I will go to a class. I wow. will do the workshop. I just do it.
2: Okay, that's rare.
1: I've pulled back a bit because it's been, I mean, how much can you do really?
2: But- well, and things also, the pandemic threw a, a real wrench in a lot of different things yeah, that yeah, we yeah. would do for self-care. Like, for example, get a massage. Like stuff like totally. that. You're like, oh yeah, I stopped doing, or panicure, sorry, manicure <laughs> or pedicure. Little things like that. There you go. Yeah. Never again, <laughs> guys. I got bare ass nails. I'm Not a, a drop off. of paint. <laughs> not, but a I won't drop I want to do it ever inside. again. I'm
1: not doing it toes yeah I've gone wild. free I've gone rogue yeah me too what
2: do I care try to stop me
1: guess what it doesn't define my femininity anymore <sighs>
2: Okay. Can everybody actually step off for one second, please? Please. You guys have been on us since we started. Seriously. The live studio audience needs to calm the fuck down. They're they're
1: actually revolting right now.
2: (laughs) Could you imagine in the studio, which, by the way, everybody, I did post a photo of the studio on the Patreon, so you should go check it out. It is public. Anyone can see. Cha-ching. We wanted people to know where the magic happens. They should. In like a childlike blue room
1: with high ceilings
2: with high well guys we might put some monkey bars up there like the possibilities are endless in this childlike room a swing
1: sex swings
2: sex swings. <laughs> i'm in regular but yeah sex swing too. <laughs> why not that actually makes a lot more sense as we don't you have children i don't know purpose, why dual yeah,
1: purpose you dual purpose. swing on it and have sex and swing
2: on it and it's got to be one of those things that it's got to be exercise maybe having to hold up upper body weight or something like that depending on what ring you're on
1: you can invite pink over and she can do her concert where she floats in the air and does the air, air – what are those? What are they air called? Air Air yoga?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. I'm air something. yoga. <laughs> arabesin or – no, 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 no. That's like a twist or something. Oh, yeah. we're, I can, I'm not even going to pretend I can guess now, this, But wait. I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyways. All right. So we're feeling good. Question yeah. for you. Yes. When it was the dark time, were you in therapy?
1: Okay, okay. But, I would say – you know, the darks come on and off. Okay. I initially, I think I had a, a, a crazy relationship happen almost 10 years ago. Wow. I was going to get married. I had to cancel a wedding. It was a whole, that was the first big, big one.
2: That's a big one.
1: Ran to therapy. Had never been to therapy before.
2: Okay.
1: Had a, found this amazing therapist who truly, she's a game changer. Yes. Love her dearly. I don't see her anymore. She's for years was like, "Okay, you've got the tools. I don't think you need to come back as much." And you know, like if you want to come back, just let me know. And I'd be, no, I need same. to come back. Can we come back next week? Mine you
2: know? did the same where she was like, "I've done all I can do," and I was like, "Yeah, but I still <laughs> want to talk about this." <laughs> but I still have the same. <laughs> and she's like, "I don't want to hear." yeah. yeah, yeah. It. <laughs>
1: she's like enough of your fucking. So basically, <laughs>
2: our therapist broke up with us, and yeah. we didn't even realize it. <laughs> yeah, she we were like, so you codependent. Have all the tools, go go. And I was like, "But do I?" I don't know if I do. But that was a substantial relationship with the therapist. Yeah, Like a, yeah, a lot of work. Yeah,
1: started a lot. And I think, you know, different modalities work for different people. Yeah. Therapy was one kind of way in for me. I've also, I don't know if anyone's tried breath work. You tried breath work? Okay,
2: we just talked about this and I had a doctor, oddly enough, in urgent care, mm. explain to me this like breath work tapping thing that uh-huh. like, has I've been doing for years now since to like calm down yeah. that like some random walk-in doctor or me walking into the urgent care and he's like oh try this and I was like okay about a completely separate subject that I just happened to bring up being like huh. oh yeah I have been feeling really anxious and he was like try this and it like I've been doing it since yeah
1: that's what I'm saying the random different things work for different people yes and so yeah that like I would, the first couple of times I did breath work, they were like life changing. I'd have these revelations like, oh my God, yeah. I need to do this. Or this is why I'm sad. Like one time I, I did this thing called the present, presence process okay. with a group of people over the pandemic. So the presence process is basically like mini breath work in the morning and at night. You only do it for 15 minutes, yep. which, which is significant. I mean, it's it can be laborious. It's like a pretty intense thing.
2: But 15 minutes, think about in the morning, we really dilly-dally. Yeah. Like, fi- y- y- there's 15 minutes there. Unless you, like, start work at 6 a.m. or something like that. Yeah. You, there's 15 minutes of, like, coffee time meandering. Totally. Yeah. Okay, go so, on. So yeah,
1: yeah, I, I was doing it and, and during one of those sessions, I, I was like, oh my God, my mom was always late to pick me up. And I just started crying. And I was like, she was always late. Like it was this whole wow. thing where I was like, I had this whole r- realization that, oh, that this was like hurtful to me. And I was yeah. always the last kid waiting for my mom to show up. Me and too. I have all these weird things about when people are late and how disrespectful it is. So I have all these things around time and, and you know, and a to,
2: bit of control. For sure. Yeah, for sure. when it's like time-related stuff because I yeah. I get really bent out of shape. My mom always was late to pick me up and would show up with a car full of grocery bags. And I was like, so you chose No, yeah. no Frills Grocery Store, <laughs> which for anyone from Canada listening, shout out to No Frills. No Frills. It's like the no-label grocery store. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah Where yeah, everything's yeah. like just their brand. It's almost like Trader Joe's.
1: Oh, well, like Aldi, which is owned by Trader
2: Joe's. There, yes! Yeah. That yeah, is yeah. a much better example for the American example. Okay, yeah. perfect. But she would show up with a whole car full of them and I was like, you just left me here. Right. And it was like the teachers were leaving being yeah. like, and like one of them was being like, I guess I have to wait for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like everybody's clearing out. Yeah. So wait, can I ask, why was your mom late? Mine was for sure grocery She's shopping. She's still
1: always late.
2: She's yeah. It's just a thing.
1: Yeah. It's it's you know they've like studied people that are late all the time and it's like, I can't remember what I can't remember off the top of my head what it really boils down to but it's something wow. where it's like you know some kind of like disrespect or so some kind of like uh, anxiety or something and I don't know
2: I actually find being like I used to be late a lot when I first moved here because it was my first time having a car I yeah. had no concept of traffic yeah you know in Chicago we took train everywhere you walk whatever and like same with Toronto and everything like that but it was like to To have to drive and get stuck caused me so much anxiety and like panic attacks that I was like, "Why would I do this to myself? Yeah, when I can just leave early yeah. and arrive calm
1: yeah, yeah like
2: why would I? it's like you said if someone says this can make you feel better you will do it totally this is how I feel about leaving early yeah
1: no There's it there, will you.
2: it makes me feel better
1: always a win it's always a, a win. and then
2: everybody's always happy you've shown up on time yeah. like you were right on time today <laughs> and I I was so happy you were right on time because it was like I was so excited you were coming I was ready at 11 a.m. just sitting here <laughs> clean the whole so house fun. before he came up I was like well she's gonna think it's a mess it looked the exact same just so oh, you know very but it was house. yeah but it was me being like like she He's going to see all the dirt Never, <laughs> like panicking no. that you were coming over <laughs> so embarrassed. and now telling you revealing it
1: that's Anyways. vulnerability and i respect it
2: and that's why you came on time
1: that's why i came on time <laughs> i actually was i was a minute late because i had to put mascara on because i just feel so few chances these days
2: um, i mean I, I put, put on full makeup top. for you
1: yeah i got you got makeup too. i put on
2: full makeup yeah oh i was God, very we excited for we did because i just wanted to seem awake and alert and if, sometimes, if I don't have makeup, because of my rosacea, I can look really like as if I've been drinking for seven <laughs> hours straight, like really blotchy. And yeah. you know what I mean? Totally. No, no, <laughs> so no. I was like, Alana, you got to be fresh face. It's only noon. you gorge. Oh, I could say the same. I yelled at you already that you were glowing. Thank you. And it was a yell.
1: It was, it, you know, got the neighborhood's attention.
2: <laughs> Everybody looked over and went, yeah. <laughs> As a whole neighborhood, they agree.
1: <laughs> it's a great way to start a podcast. It's called The Self-Esteem
2: Party. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why you came in so high. Yeah. Yeah okay, so we're in therapy. Let's get therapy, back to it because so I love a, I yeah. love a good journey of ups and downs. Therapy meds. I like to get yes. everybody's full scope. Okay, great. Okay,
1: uh, I am an open book when it comes to this. Yes, so me so I started therapy, and you know I was still doing as much I think as much stand up as I kind of could. I've I've still lightly call myself a comic even though i'm not it's it's like i barely do shows i probably do like two or three shows a year okay. i stopped asking i'm i'm old i'm tired i don't want to play the politics of like can i do your
2: show i like, know what you mean
1: you know there's just a certain point where you're like they're gonna i don't know what you're getting out of it but i've taken it's been a slow walk away from and then but also still hanging on to the the mic like oh i'm still they can still call me a comic. Um, People treat you different when they, they they know you do comedy. It's like a, a respect. You're, you're relevant, you know.
2: It's something that a lot of people wouldn't have the guts to do, even if they wanted to pursue it. True. It's very scary.
1: Yes, and we, I mean, we were both dove in in our what we were babies. Oh my god, in our 20s babies! In Chicago, ba- like,
2: barely even twenties, like twenty one. Not the listeners even. Don't even know. We've yeah. known each
1: other since I don't since know two thousand three, two
2: thousand four. Yeah, because. Yeah, that's right. Because I didn't meet you right when I was yeah. there. But it was like, I was only there like three years and you were a little more second half uh-huh. when I kind of would go to more stand-up shows because before I was only going to like the improv shows. Right, right. And then I kind of started doing the variety. And then you're like, oh, cool. There's like all these other people to yeah, like be yeah. friends with. And, and yeah, we have stayed and we have like our little online uh-huh. exchanges. You're one of my fave people <laughs> where I'm always like, ooh, love this one or let me write back to this one. <laughs> You know, you have your people where you're like, I keep an eye on, even Norm, yeah. when you met him, he's like, we follow each other, I no, follow I've each got,
1: other online. You guys have like spaghetti fight, that was very funny. Yeah, we, the I spaghetti was, toss,
2: bad throw. We don't need to get into this. That is a, a dark, dark. <laughs> that was, you want to talk about dark times. <laughs> Whatever happened to you, no thanks, in comparison to what happened to me.
1: <laughs> well, we won't make you relive that.
2: Thank you. So, I won't do that to you. No, you don't want to do that. But you started some self-help. Working... Started doing
1: that stuff. Yeah, I was still kind of doing, you know, and this career is just like take your self-esteem and take a big poop on it because it is uh, constant rejection, constant yeah. comparison. If you can even find it.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. So, long story long. Um, <laughs> I would say almost four years ago I stopped drinking. Well, I took a break from drinking. Okay. Because I felt like a raisin. I just felt like it was drying me up and I didn't feel good. And so I took a break and I went like a month and I was like, oh I'm gonna go home for Christmas and see if I can keep doing this. And I kept doing it. And then I found out I had this like stomach thing that was Oh no. Yeah, only exacerbated by drinking. So I I fixed the stomach issue and then I kept going and I was like wow I've never really had to sit with myself or be myself like fully, I guess, you know, like vulnerable and It's hard. It's hard to tell people you don't drink anymore because they think like, "What happened?
2: You killed a family of five with your." Your sounds uh, pretty low pressure, actually. Though it's been very low key. It doesn't sound like there was a revelation. You're like, "I've changed." Yeah, no. You sound really gradual.
1: Yeah, it's been really, it's been really interesting. So like taking a step away from that and being like, "What was that playing?" And then just having people treat me differently who I might have like gone out just for drinks before with that kind of changed. Oh, yeah. And I think, and I keep saying this to people, this is so corny, but I think basically what happened is in my early 20s, I graduated college. I didn't know what I was going to do for a living. I got a degree in music business. I wanted to work in the music business. Really? Yeah. It's not a real degree because it's from an art school. So it wasn't real. Yeah, but
2: but you studied it.
1: I did. You had the information. Yeah, yeah. I had an internship. But when I graduated, there was no jobs and everything was getting condensed. You know, was like, you know, there was like five major music companies and then there was three and I don't know how there are um, any more if there's any. It's mine. It's but, just mine. It's, <laughs> it's the Self-Esteem Party yeah, album. That's how you
2: got these high ceilings. <laughs> that's why, that's how I got that. I paid to just raise all the ceilings.
1: Amazing. amazing. People wouldn't even comprehend how expensive raising ceilings are. Thank you. Um,
2: music so, biz, wh- yeah. Music
1: biz. So I didn't get a job. So I, I basically put on this suit Because comedy is your social life, it's your work life, it's your everything. Oh my god, it's
2: your it's your self esteem, your self worth, it's your your dating identity, it's everything. It's everything.
1: And I realized I put this comedy suit on, and I never figured out who the fuck I was. And I know that sounds I sound like no, I love this caricature of a self help person right now. But I never I never took off the suit, and I I realized a couple years ago like well who am I if I don't have comedy and I don't keep holding on to this tether and pretending like I'm the stand-up when I'm letting myself down by like pretending I'm still if that makes sense like I I feel like I was holding on to the identity but not Executing, especially well, how I used to. I mean, I used to go up every single oh, night. Oh yeah, absolutely. For years.
2: I mean, it's hard because it's like if you do feel like you're wearing a suit as you describe, which I love, by the way. <laughs> but I well, I love that because yeah. it, you're trapped. Yeah. Like you have a suit on, and you're like you're stuck in your suit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it can feel very um, suffocating, like it's done up too tight or something. Very, very suffocating. Totally. And not knowing yourself. But it's like, if that's how you're feeling, of course you're not going to be slogging away at at shows. Of course you're not going to want to ask to be on shows, which I've had to do a few times now in preparation for, like, say a bigger set or something where you're like, God, i got to test this out because we haven't done shows in so long. But it's like some of it is mortifying. Yeah. Like just – and then people, if they're saying no especially, you're like – are you kidding? Like, I don't even want to do your fucking show. Yeah. Are you out of your mind right now? Uh huh. It's it's making me question definitely a lot of things. Where I'm going? Okay, how important is this? Well, yeah, I'm having fun, but how important is this?
1: It's. I don't know if you've seen Sarah Schaefer's. Uh, she her commentary on Twitter is.
2: Oh, oh yeah! The vi- yes, yes, yes.
1: So she has a show right now. That's like a solo show about the comedy business, right. and it's. Everybody needs to go see it. I think it's called Going Up. Um, But she basically is like, you don't even have to be funny to make it. In the business, you just have to play the game is basically the overall Th- this
2: is the truth though. yeah
1: and i played the game for so long but when you play that game you step on your own self esteem and your self worth because you're just so desperately trying to be liked by everybody oh my god and it's not that I didn't genuinely love hanging out and being I mean comedy is so fun I've had such a fun life and I'm so yeah. lucky to have this fun fun life
2: I'm so glad you can still feel that joy oh, because it's that, absolutely the because no need to forget how fun we, right. we stuck around for a couple reasons exactly and you I know think what I mean? yeah I
1: think now I'm finally to a place where I'm like, I want to get back to why I started in the first place. Okay, yeah. But on a whole different level because I never had any self-confidence doing it. I never thought I deserved to be on stage. Like, I never thought I deserved to be touring or to have a a special on Comedy Central. So,
2: anytime. I I disagree with that. I understand you feeling that. From the outside looking in. you, are very good. Thanks. (laughs) But you you can, of course, you're going to think different and that... You 100% have the right to do that. I do it. We all do it. So
1: I was just watching old videos uh, from, I think they're like 2013, 2014, like yeah. that era. And I really had a great five, 10 minutes or whatever it was. I was like, oh, this is funny. But yes. I had in my head made it so bad and made myself so bad. <sighs>
2: Torturous.
1: But I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just part, part of it's the business and like trying to keep your head up. Yeah. I truly think you have to be delusional to be extremely successful.
2: I think you it ha- you have to have delusions of grandiose. Yes. You have to see it. And and, and, and sometimes it. that
1: doesn't always mean I mean it can definitely mean it can definitely equate to being a bad person for a lot of
2: people. <laughs> I mean, just so many
1: people. Because they just don't I care who's in their way. They just way. don't care.
2: I, I've been the victim of that. We all have oh, where yeah. somebody's like, you're like, I can't believe you actually would do this. And they don't even think twice. And you're do like, wow, that is not in me. Yeah.
1: It's not, and I never had that either. I just I, never, I, had I yeah. I never had the confidence. I never had that. Yeah, I really didn't. So yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I mean, I've been writing for, you know, a lot of unscripted stuff for the last basically 10 12 years
2: yeah
1: I've done a couple scripted things but it's mostly been like award shows and talk shows and like it's a very specific random
2: thing yeah
1: and I'm I'm not trying to not do that but I I do think even working in production in this business can be draining
2: yeah because they don't want you to
1: have any boundaries so like let's say you tape all day I worked on a show last spring. We went to Nashville, and it, it's it's going to be a very fun show, but the tape days were 9 a.m. and they'd go to 1 a.m. Or, or
2: Oh longer. my god!
1: Yeah. And that's just that's part of it. And you're just kind of like, is this
2: yeah, non union? Yeah, it was non union. Okay, <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you you'd make sick money otherwise. Nope. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, cool, look at all this extra money. But no, that's the case. Yeah, but yeah, I've it's, done it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like. What are my boundaries as a human? What makes me happy going forward? And ultimately whether or not I'm just just kind of like wrapping my mind around like it's okay if people don't like me. Yeah. And that kind of I think that door really got pushed open with the not drinking. Because I've always drank and again, it's not like I ran over a family of five with my car or got fired because I showed up to work drunk. Yeah. But it's always been like a why not thing. Like, why not have a drink? Like, I always just thought it was fun. Yeah. I never thought twice about it. Yeah. And so to think twice about it and then, like, learn who you are without it. And, and what does make me happy? That's been my big thing. Like, I hike a lot. I go camping. I, being outside makes me really happy. Yeah. Uh, cooking makes me really happy. Talking to my dog. Si- <laughs> I, started, I started singing lessons and ukulele lessons. I've never in my life, I've been so scared to sing my whole life. So now I'm just starting to sing. you got like, sing. A co-
2: like a coach? And sing, and like, yeah, and
1: sing in front of people
2: and taking lessons. Excuse me, yeah. is there a class recital any of <laughs> us
1: can come to? I've debated. I have a couple songs that I was like, should I put this on TikTok? Because I deleted my Instagram. Oh. That was another thing that kind of took me out of, of yes. the circulation.
2: I, I keep it because I you, have to. Yeah. I know, well, that's what I was thought. It, is, it, it does feel that way for tired. Yeah, yeah. I, most of it is promoting the podcast or right. my hair. And I'm like <laughs> it it's um, such good hair. I feel but I feel like I have to have it. Yeah. And it's um That's why I don't watch stories or any of that, because I'm like, I'm trying to stay off as much as I can.
1: It's a brain number, man.
2: Yeah, and it's really hard because people think you've seen it, so then they get upset with you when you don't know the information they're talking about. But I'm like, why would I know this information you didn't tell me? But it's because they posted it to their stories, and I'm like, I can't be held accountable for this. Like, this is crazy.
1: It's a very weird way to live, and I hate it yeah. and I hate it and that's why I deleted I was like I'm so sick of people not being actual friends but thinking they're they're my friends because they liked a picture yeah or knowing what happened in my life because they saw it on my story and I just yeah a false sense or like of with closeness. dating guys would like look at your profile mm-hmm. and they think they know you and it's like you don't get to know that stuff like you have yeah. to ask me questions yeah <laughs> you don't just get to look at my life and it's just yeah I just so I had a freak out and I took it I'd been thinking about it for a long time but then it's, I, it's, I, it's I got that. off
2: Facebook that's good, yeah. Um, Yeah, I managed to get off of Facebook. And I will say this, when my Instagram was recently taken over by a crypto bot and I had been hacked for about a week and they were posting about crypto intensely. But it was kind of nice to just not be on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of nice to just be like, okay, whatever. And it's like, I didn't necessarily miss it. I felt bad because I had recorded stuff in that time and then Mm -hmm. didn't have a way to get it out there. So I was like, oh, I felt... Like, this podcast does well, but it's not like I'm, like, the top podcast you're listening no matter what. You don't care who the guest is. I'm, like, a lot of people would, like, right. you can see you different guests. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. would be, like, oh, I'm interested to hear what this person has to say. And then that brings them to the podcast. So it would make me feel bad I can't give everybody that equal promotion of, like, to be able to reach those new listeners. You I know totally what I get mean? It. Yeah. But, no, it's hard. Yeah. Every time The dating I go, thing is, that's hard, though. That's a very sucks. weird
1: layer. Judgment
2: of, of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I, I, it was unhealthy for me because I don't want to see anybody I've dated. I don't want to see their stuff. Like, ugh, ah. Like, we don't, there's some people you're not supposed to know all this stuff. Like, we're not supposed to know this many people, first of all. Our yes. brains are, are engineered to meet, I think, 200 people for our lifetime. We're not meant to know what everybody is doing. get out of my house. I'm capping it. (laughs) Yeah, every second. I'm not supposed to
2: know you. Exactly. Get
1: the fuck out of here. You're you're over the limit. You're out. Yeah, I'm I'm out.
2: I've had enough people comment on the high ceilings. 200 (laughs) came in right before you. You are 201, my friend. But seriously,
1: like we're not like it's it's I don't. It hasn't been studied what it's doing to our brains, yeah. but I know personally for me it was very unhealthy. So I well got in the comedy
2: world, you could do a show and meet fifty people in one night. Yeah. Like this is your audience; people come say hi after you meet the other comics on the show. It's just like, and people will get upset you don't remember them, and you're oh, like, "Oh my god, how can I possibly remember you?" It is of no offense to you. My mind is much because people are like, "Well." If it mattered to you, you'd remember their name. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. My mind is mush. I put so much into that show that I'm mush now. And I cannot... Taken any new information. Yeah,
1: beyond the adrenaline of just performing. And then you have that high, even yes. if it's a bad high after, it's, it's like high. you basically black out. Yeah, you do. So conversations,
2: all I mean, it's. And no wonder why we all drink so much. Seriously. You I don't mean, even know you're doing it half the time. In it's, my 20s, you know,
1: between working like five jobs at <sighs> once and doing stand up every night until like two or three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything that happened. I mean, I lived in New York for three years. I have no idea. I kind of have a general idea. Yeah, I know some people that were around, but like, yeah, it's, our brains aren't built to handle all that stuff. No, they're
2: they're really not. And and in comedy too, we tend to get really personable really fast because we have to disarm an audience very quickly by, um, and they want to hear true stories about you. It's what they find interesting. So... It's even more information you're taking in than regular small talk. Like oh, yeah. it's even like someone could be telling you about like a trauma they had when normally maybe you'd meet a lawyer and they'd be talking about the weather. You know what I mean? And well, you're yeah, like, this is that, a lot.
1: Yeah, take that part, but then add on the fact that we still want to be funny and charming. Yes. So you're
2: doing like 50
1: times the work. It's so, yeah, it's so overwhelming. It does become
2: work, doesn't it? It is work. Yeah, really to And that's to what i like, beyond... really trying to
1: be honest and true and like draw boundaries with people yeah. and, and jobs and you know so this
2: job last summer where yeah. it's all madness yeah were you able to speak up or were you able to find self-care in there or were you like moving forward I'm changing this like what they happened? knew
1: if it came back for another season I'd have a different I'd, I'd have some requests you know and they like, let me get some help so you know I said I've never asked for a- help in my life but I I can't do this this quickly because our shoot schedule was condensed and the whole thing was insane
2: yeah but um that is self-care asking for what you need it wasn't I wasn't S- scared sometimes I would it's have been somebody so else
1: scared before yeah. and I wasn't scared so it was nice and it just it is what it is like yeah I I you know they say what is it like worrying about the future is anxiety worrying about the past is what depression regret all that kind of stuff you have to like stay in the moment and it's so corny yeah but that's why I like going camping and stuff and so every time you know it, when I first started going to places and my phone would be out of service oh I'd yeah freak yeah out. I would totally freak
2: out do you go alone sometimes yeah oh my
1: god yeah I just did a two-week hike this summer backpacking and it was the best thing i've ever done it was this so is all great.
2: norm wants to do oh great let's go i you two should go <laughs> <laughs> that sounds actually like a great idea that really gets me off the line. Yeah. i actually think this is the best idea i've ever come up with <laughs> so he can go he can go with a pal he can have yeah. a great time somebody there to talk to I stay at home and see what's up with the ceiling.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I it's been really, it's a really great practice in being present because you don't have all these distractions.
2: Yeah. So and you've got to pay attention. Like, yeah. hiking's no joke.
1: Well, that's the thing, too, yeah. is, is you do. There's some people that hike with headphones and stuff, and it's not for me.
2: But also I do like, on, like, the big trails, like Griffith, where it's, like, the... You know the ones that the cars can go they're like emergency trails or yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 because I could stay all the way to the side That's of the totally road, different, but though. in a real thing i I could never too
1: you got to be careful because of like you know I guess there 's bears there 's animals, there 's deer, you know there 's stuff out there you got to be careful, yes, so it 's good to be aware aware and i i I did this two weeks, and the minute I started getting reception, my whole energy like I felt my whole energy drain oh and i'm so bummed. i was like, oh no, it begins. there's like 50 dumb emails that are all like, hey, there's a sale on our pots and pans. you know, it's I like, can't I stand it the emails. Know
2: this. the emails that i get from warby parker every these the glasses i i just touch them because they're warby parker. but and i love the glasses, but <laughs> i don't want to send the they glasses. send 2 to 3 emails a day. i'm going, yeah, no. What are we talking about glasses for? Like Why are we talking so much about reading glasses? Girl, you got to unsubscribe. I have unsubscribed. I unsubscribed to all these things. And yeah. you're like still on it because I know how that works. I worked at a company and like worked on returns and unsubscribing and this and that. And sometimes you get so many emails. It's like they have to email you again being like, hey, I asked to be off this yeah. thing. Yeah. Because it's not always automated. It's like sometimes somebody's doing it.
1: Oh, interesting. Yes.
2: I was the somebody doing it. Oh, God. You better believe I'm breezing over a few names. Okay okay in full support of my terrible customers let's just say that job did not last (laughs) well i think that's great that you found something that you really respond to that can uh expend that energy that you would spend drinking or spend at the shows because that's another thing is like if you put all this time and energy into this one thing of your life and then somebody takes it away because you said you'd never really been with yourself, but, like, you can't just sit in a room with yourself. Yeah. You need to do something. You need to move. Yeah. Or you'll lose your mind, surely.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's – I'm coming now into, like, okay – I am a creative person. I always have been. I can still be creative without the, you know, incessant need for validation. Oh my God, yeah. That's what my next thing is like, you know, I'll keep working these jobs and and go back on like creating stuff for me, just for me. And and if other people like it, that'd be great. But,
2: you know, when Norm first moved here and in Toronto, he was um, predominantly an on-screen actor, Uh right? Commercial shows, whatever. And then he kind of fell into the job that he's at right now where he's actually writer, producer, director completely on the exact opposite of what he was doing. He like fell into it, had to learn a lot very quickly, um, did not have the luxury of help. So (laughs) had to like really like figure it out. And now he does great at it. He's still creating, but he also does his own side things to be like. I need to get my personality out in this way. So just what you were saying where you're like, I need to do something for me. You're like, I'm still who I am as a person. And because you were so used to live shows, you were able to just spit out all your creativity and for other people to see and, you know, we didn't always get the validation, but when we did, oh, it felt good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's good, so, it's so, good. so, so addictive. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, I think that's so great to be able to like find a marriage of the two, because if you just throw yourself into your job, <coughs> which is what we did with comedy, yep. then it's like, if you don't have the validation from whatever that job is, you're devastated. You're left with nothing, even if you're on the other side of the camera. Yeah, you know, if you keep messing up and then you're not feeling good at your job, you're gonna. It's not gonna serve you in any way.
1: Yeah, with with that kind of a career too, you have to do it for the love of it, which I always thought I was doing, uh-huh. but I I think I turned a point where I started making money from it, and then I I wanted. Then you're then you're like mad that other people get stuff, but if you're just making and you're living in your own reality in your own world, yeah. As I'm saying, like you don't have to be totally delusional in a bad way, but you do have to be delusional yeah. because you have to ignore everything else and keep doing it just for the love of it. Yeah. So it's not always a bad thing to be, but you do have to be delusional, in my opinion, to make it because you have to keep going.
2: Because you have to when you have zero, in. Incl- uh, implication or anyone giving you money or anything like that when and you still say I've got what it takes it's like you have to be a little off (laughs) (laughs) because it's like and I listen I have that I know I have that I'm like if I can just this or if I can finish this or maybe if I focus on this and those questions I don't like or trying to figure that out I don't really like but when I get to do an opportunity because one of those things worked I'm like elated and then it's enough to last me until the next one yeah yeah but that in between when you're like maybe if i do it this way i'll be perfect and someone will see is like if you're doing it for somebody else to see it's not gonna happen
1: yeah i think it's never
2: gonna happen so
1: many times too i've frozen because i'm too scared to do it and, and fail
2: so okay, rather so than like make give me an example
1: well rather than like I don't know, write a, let's say I'm like, oh, I have this really great idea for a script. Okay. And then instead of writing the script, I read three books on how to write a script because I'm like, well, I didn't go to school for it and I don't really know what I'm doing and like, yeah, and then I just like procrastinate myself into oblivion and then never write the okay. script.
2: I am in this right now. Okay, I started yeah. writing a book. I yeah. don't know anything about it. I dropped out book. of school. I've huh? written a book. Wait, I you wrote a book? Yeah. Okay. Because I just finished listening to an audiobook about how to write a book and oh, then girl. I just borrowed another one from the library and I and I realized I haven't written in three weeks. I have not worked on it. And I was like, wait a minute, this counteracts the whole point of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I keep telling myself that I don't know how to write a book. Tell me about not to get off subject, but tell yeah. me about the book.
1: Well, make a chapter. you can make a whole chapter about that.
2: About right. n- coming away from the book?
1: Yeah, about how you were procrastinating by reading. Oh my books god! No, I'll just a write a
2: list of all the things I did instead of
1: yeah. writing the book. Because <laughs> you know it's going to be funny.
2: It is going to be funny because yeah. I've really come up with a lot of creative things to do in the day, and
1: everybody can relate to that.
2: Yeah, like I rake the turf all the time. There you go. <laughs> and I love talking about it. <laughs> rake the turf? I rake my turf.
1: <laughs> um. I read a book called DIY Damn It because I had made a video, a web series called DIY Damn It, and I was very fortunate that someone that worked at a publishing company saw the web series, and they reached out to me, and they said, would you want to write a book? And I was like, whoa, yeah. I didn't even think about that. And I went to my manager at the time, and I was like, why did you think of this? But um, they helped me craft a pitch, and then we sold the pitch to her company and then I got a book deal
2: how many pages is the book
1: oh that's a good question I actually don't know
2: is there any artwork
1: there are photos because it's a DIY book so it's like crafting
2: oh so yeah you like show the product yeah it's like a comedy crafting
1: so it's like anti-martha stewart so it's like it's okay to fuck up we all
2: fuck up and like so it's life lessons this is what my book is. Minus the lessons. It's just life. As of now, it's just a couple of wild stories in there. <laughs> and me going, how am I going to tie all these together? Because I want to do a, how to have self-esteem.
1: Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah.
2: Because I, I, I was like, I'm obsessed with the topic. Yeah. Obviously I've been talking about it for a million years. Uh-huh, I can't uh-huh. get enough. And I think it's important too, to have a bit of a laugh about your self-esteem. Because Absolutely. Because you can't take yourself too seriously. Like for example, We're chatting now. We're talking about all of this was from the original question about dark times and stuff like that. And it's like, we're still here having a blast, even though you've been like, yeah, actually it's been a rough couple of years. (laughs) But it's like, we're still here having fun. You have to be able to like kind of laugh at the dark, maybe in retrospect, I understand that, not necessarily in the moment, but it's like, you got to lighten up about a couple of things or else you do what you were talking about of staying in the past keeps you like depressed or like whatever. And you'll never get out of it. Nope. If you can't laugh off a dark time,
1: you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta lighten up. This, this, we only got one life.
2: Now, here's a question I have about the dark times because I have had a few myself. Sure. Are you ever able to do the self care within it, or are you someone that, like, you have to experience it and then you'll be able to implement uh, some self care and then start the journey of that? I,
1: I'm not, you know, everybody has different parameters of, I, I am, very much a busy body so like in one day you know I will do 50 air I, I wow a dark day for me is like having one day where I don't do anything and watch TV is usually like I'll do I can do it for one day
0: wow and then
1: I can't do I have to move I have to do stuff so
2: that's your coping is to be up in like yeah up and running yeah yeah there's okay laundry
1: cooking you listen, know. there's worse yeah yeah definitely
2: <laughs> I listen I like that if you need the day you take the day yeah but I also like the moving um not moving on moving forward maybe is like a way to describe it because it's not necessarily like a problem clears up in a day all the time that problem might still exist but like the fact that you can keep moving forward yeah is exceptional like Um, because I, I think back in my twenties I would do the sit in it and not move Uh and that would last one day, one week, one month. Like it kept kind of expanding and now I find that I'm like, I can take a day maybe where I don't work out or like I cancel a plan or something like that. And then the next day I'll feel so bad for that day (laughs) that I just have to like get something done. Maybe not as many as you, Well, <laughs> something I, done. I
1: also think that just like, like having a dog, like having yes. something that makes you get up and walk and move. That's just me, physical movement. The I dog has saved me. Yeah. yeah. The dog
2: has saved me in terms of like getting out of bed no matter what. Like, yeah. And now I will early rise. Like, you know, sometimes you'll wake up, but you'll just stay laying in bed with like panic or anxiety or yeah, anxiety. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, totally. Even in the good days you have those. Yeah. The dog is great because it's an alarm clock. Yeah. And you can't stay in bed with anxiety. Yeah. you have to, And then you have to be like, did the dog poo? Now that's it. Now you're focused on something else. Yeah. Just like that.
1: Yeah, we're always hunting. My dog and I are always hunting for squirrels. He's oh, never really yeah. We got, we're big
2: on the lizards yeah, in, yeah. in this house. Yeah. We, and the little ones, too. And I'm like, can we leave them alone, please? One got
1: in my house a couple weeks ago, and I don't know how. Oh, my God. But it was just running around on my couch like a little lizard. I was like, Nugget, get this animal. And? This is your job um it its tail fell off I got I trapped it under a glass and it like I think it like released its tail because I didn't hit the tail but the tail like fell off so there's like a piece of tail and then I just released it outside but yeah
2: Norm found a lizard (laughs) thank god I wasn't home Norm found a lizard on the drapes oh my god just stuck to it and I was like I would have put this house up immediately if i had found this (laughs) bag's packed just mine norm you're on your own you can enjoy this filth bucket Uh uh-huh and i'm out of the house
1: set fire immediately
2: immediately and if i found a tail
1: (laughs) the tail thing was very gross i'm i'm horrified it was gross
2: i didn't even know that happened like i'm actually horrified right now
1: i like left it on the carpet and then i just vacuumed it up because you have to
2: you can't pick that up
1: no i didn't want to touch it
2: and get germs
1: no no Tail a germs? <laughs> you get that lizard disease.
2: get that lizard disease. get that like in Game of
1: Thrones where your, your skin starts scaling? Oh my
2: god! We've That's, all seen it is a lizard disease. Yeah. But then it kind of looked like rock. It's like it was turning into rock. Yeah. Wasn't that like But then or you could be the rock
1: guy from Neverending Story, which.
2: Rock. Who biter. doesn't want to? I mean, that guy was, <laughs> Name anyone. That guy was so
1: sweet. He was just worried about the nothing.
2: Bless I'm, that mouse. I'm a uh, Neverending Story fan. Who's your favorite character?
1: I mean, you gotta go with The Treyu.
2: Okay. You know? That's one. I liked the princess. Mm -hmm. Very few scenes for starters. Bastion. Yeah, her voice, she looked angelic. She was everything. She had long hair. She was everything I wanted in life. Say my name (laughs) She was bossy. Yeah. (laughs) Controlling. Kind of a bitch. She was a huge bitch. She was in charge. A nag. She was a total nag and got away with it. That's why I love her and looked good doing she it. She did. She sure That's did. That's why I love her. Yep. Yeah, she was good. That is such a good movie. I guess I haven't thought about it in a while.
1: Hashtag princess goals? Yes. Floating in a floating, floating castle?
2: <laughs> yes. Actually, these are kind of human goals as well. Yeah. <laughs> these are just Atlanta and Jocelyn goals at this point. <laughs> Would you sky? Have you skydived before? You said you no. like being outside. Would you ever? No. Speaking speaking of floating in a cloud, would you ever? I, I would never. I
1: hate. I have a fear of heights, and like hiking enough is is taking care of that. Like I, I I did this hike, and it included I think eight peaks this did
2: summer. You, did you did, like? Did you know that? Did you do it on purpose to try to overcome the fear?
1: No, I didn't do it on purpose to overcome the fear. I kind of didn't pay attention to that part of that. Like I knew that I because I got a different permit so I did hike the biggest one first so oh. after hiking that first one it was like oh the la- the rest of them are smaller from here so at least there's that okay but I that I, I was I don't ever need to do those again I don't ever need to climb 14,000 feet ever again in my life
2: uh, this is how I feel like I norm likes to go on precarious heights uh-huh. I, like I said I like the big roads yeah. to go on you know maybe an hour hour and a half tops I'm
1: satisfied I got a good one for you and oh
2: please please I beg of you but like I can't the being up so high and knowing I'm that high yeah is like it just I think I'm gonna fall and die I I know someone that fell off a cliff and died no, thank you. <laughs> here in California yeah, yeah she's Canadian and I'm like I I can't stop thinking about that
1: yeah I think that's, that's like I all are.
2: I think like, so I'm not enjoying myself yeah i just have like
1: uh i jumped off a couple rocks into into
2: water i've done that a few times i always am glad i did it i'm always glad i did it but i I do
1: scream a scream that um is it's inaudible to the human ear because it's so high
2: like one of those dog whistles it's
1: either that or i (laughs) scream like a man it's so deep where i'm like oh (laughs) "Oh." (laughs) wait Uh, like joking. But yeah, I've done that, and I've done a couple of hikes that that are a little precarious. But I don't, in general, would I'm not willingly like you know what I want to do to get my racks up. Yes,
2: jump out of the plane. No. I'm Can not you-
1: against it, like. Blessed be for everybody, for everybody else. Jump guys,
2: in. go nuts. We'll pay for it.
1: Jump and jump and go Jocelyn
2: do it. and I will front the money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, we can, or, talk we you, can talk about that later. We can talk about that later, actually. Word, uh, can I have a word with you for a second over here? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let me
2: just turn the mics up. Thank you. <laughs> Let me just get the mics really loud and turn them in the direction we're talking.
1: I'm not paying. I'm not doing
2: it. <laughs> well, Jocelyn, you already said you would. But I support emotionally. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the real question. You had kind of touched on this already when yeah. you talked about being treated differently. Um, When you stopped drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when people found out or whatever. Yeah. Did you find you made new friends or connected with old friends that were in the same place as you um, because you kind of shifted activities that you were doing in the way you were spending your time?
1: Yeah. I think... That's a really good question. It, it was a journey because at first you're projecting on everyone because you're worried that nobody wants to hang out with you. <sighs> so first it was my own projection, like, I'm not getting invited to this or I'm not getting invited to this.
2: And social media doesn't help that. Social
1: media doesn't help. You see people like, oh, they're all at the bar together. Well, yes. it kind of makes sense why they didn't want me to go or whatever. Yeah. There's also this thing where when you tell people you don't drink anymore, they immediately go, well, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm cutting back. I uh, I actually don't drink. I actually don't drink as much as I used to. And you're like, I don't care. It's okay. You can drink. It's not anything to do with you.
2: I appreciate it. You saying that because I have witnessed, I'm sure I've done it myself. I've definitely definitely witnessed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're right because then that's me assuming you're judging me and that's not fair to you for me to make that assumption it's
1: so normal
2: and yeah. it happens with
1: literally every single person yeah they, that drinks will say see
2: i would bad. have told you i'm drinking way too much because of the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> and i have to stop because we're, we're back out in the world and like, <laughs> i think i don't have the excuse anymore Of the right, pand- right. for like two years we had the excuse it yeah. was it was dark times you know honestly yeah. and my even my doctor was like i wouldn't worry about it and now you're like you know, maybe they're like, okay, let's take a Diary beat. Down, <laughs> let's dial it back a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so people will kind of say, say that and it makes it a little weird.
1: Yeah, but I think it's, so it initially started as like a projection. And then it was like, I think I, and it also was with the pandemic. So I had like a year of not drinking before the pandemic started. Oh, so I kind of had this year okay. of already kind of being to myself and kind of having to be alone and, and kind of like figure out what my time is spent doing. And it was really good. It was really good for me. And then when the pandemic hit, it was like, oh, I can do this. I've been doing this. (laughs) I was
2: just about to ask, did you feel like a little more prepared? Yeah, totally.
1: So then there's that. So I think with the pandemic, everybody's been like, well, you kind of see who your real friends are, I guess. And, and that's,
2: I think I have that's none. a combination <laughs> of me,
1: too. A combination of getting older, a combination yeah. of L.A., a combination of the world is falling apart and it's on y- fire.
2: Yeah, and, and what's everybody's mood about that? Yeah. Are you staying positive but maybe like delusional positive where you're like right this is gonna clear up next week <laughs> or yeah, are you like my like,
1: uncle in florida who just goes like the world's gotten hot before it can get hot again and we'll be
2: fine oh yeah okay okay that's one way to look at it Thanks, and scientist. we'd love to get him on the podcast to hear more about <laughs> it. actually we could call him right now that'd be great <laughs> but you, you know or did some people like really not deal with it well and you're like i can't take yeah. in this energy right now and i didn't realize how negative you were and right Because you know what I struggled with was people complaining about non-pandemic things. And then in my head, I was like, we're in a pandemic right now. And this is what you're talking about? Like, that kind of did it in for me for a couple of friendships.
1: Yeah. Well, it's hard. And it's it's social media. Again, I have to go back to Instagram. But it's like, you see, you have friends posting stuff. And you're like, hey, uh, a black man just got murdered. uh, we're all going to protest. Great outfit. Glad you posted that on Instagram. But are you seriously, like, I think every time somebody posts a picture to Instagram, when something like, let's say there's a mass shooting or whatever, it's like, what you are doing is pretending like what it, first of all, you're showing that it doesn't affect you at all. Yes. You're saying that, but also that essentially you don't care. And it's like, I'm not being dramatic by saying that. You are showing by posting a picture of your outfit or your brunch or your dog or whatever it is, you are helping people forget that these atrocities are happening and, that, and, and I waver. I think part of my dark road the last couple of years has been the state of the world and trying yeah. to be realistic but positive. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Like, we got to...
2: You know sometimes I think the way to look at it is is this time sensitive so for example some things are time sensitive if it's like something's about to start tomorrow and you have to let people know or if it's like well during when everybody was really protesting to post about protests and like where they're going to be and information and stuff like that but I definitely agree with you like especially I find the timing and god if I've done it I'll be so embarrassed but knowing me and I don't think no, all the time. but that's the
1: other thing is like, as entertainers, you still need to entertain and that's you need, your job. You need to, to entertain people people and it's happy, your job. Happy.
2: But I've definitely had like, especially with like school shootings and stuff like yeah. that, where you're like, it's not right. Like, I can't post this because right. all I'm thinking about is this other thing. And I don't want to give off the vibe that I'm out here having a great time. Even if I am, because sometimes, sometimes you can't help it. You're going to laugh at something somebody said, even though something terrible in the world is happening. Yeah. Whatever. It just comes out of you. There's nothing you can do about it. But it's like, I don't need that to be the face I'm putting on today. Just post it tomorrow. If it, if it must be posted, I, post it tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I just think like we are not equipped with the PR know how for social media to know what is or isn't appropriate. I don't think PR people know. I think no, we're just I in agree. such a tumultuous state that it's just very hectic. And so I decided personally I'm going to opt out because I don't feel that like this is something – Yeah, it doesn't feel good to me and it doesn't feel – to post but also to look at posts like all of it to me was bad that being said my dog still has an Instagram <laughs> and I post so like the we're getting the some dog. action here and so so there's still like I'm not I'm not like scot-free I'm definitely still guilty a little bit but yeah that might go so too because yeah. I'm like what am I doing
2: you know what I I really struggle with with social media is Twitter because it is a great place to get news yeah because watching the local news here, like, I, Norman, I said it to you when you came in. In two back-to-back news shows, um, they led with it's hot and how that's going to affect your pet because it will be hot for your pet. And then there was, like, two or three stories later, there's, like, this shooting and the all, like, two or three people died. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> that Then lead with this right. what are you talking like, this matters just, yeah I listen skin. I feel bad for the dogs but I was like you let yeah. it off like this story was an emergency I was like this is crazy this is crazy well
1: yeah and there's like you know they're all owned by different companies and so oh, they all sure, have yeah. like messaging well they, it's daytime
2: they wanted it to be feel good because we were pretty, watching it at like 11 yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, and they're like well the people don't want to see this but i also it's my fault I shouldn't have the news on at 11 that's bad because Listen. that's not the way I should be starting my day when it's going to be this infuriating that I'm not actually getting the news. And there's, yeah, and, that's, and that goes back to like
1: okay, why I like to go into the nature. First of all, nature yeah. is healing. It straight up is we have, so good for you.
2: Here, look at this. Oh, look go, out this window. Forest. Oh, And nice. you'll see my neighbor's house and just pass it the LA River.
1: Uh, the beautiful LA River. I'm gonna River. close
2: this I'm gonna close these blinds right now. Folks, <laughs> Didn't need to open them up. Folks, if you ever are
1: lucky enough to come to Los Angeles, please come visit the LA River. You will see all kinds of trash bags. Uh come wounded check it out. birds.
2: Come check it out. We'd love to get you in here. <laughs> and check out the side of my neighbor's house. <laughs> it's a good view, you gotta admit.
1: Yeah. That's but yes, nature. but yeah, but that but that also is um it ties to whatever we were talking about. It's just, like, disconnecting. Oh, not watching the news, not – I. you know, everybody, we're so now conditioned that, like, we think we're going to miss something if we don't have our phone on. Yes. Or, like, if you turn your phone off, just try turning it off for an hour. Putting it on yeah. airplane mode, you'll probably start to itch. Be like, wait, what am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? It's so unhealthy. Yeah, I was gone for two weeks and I had a satellite phone so I could send messages if I was getting attacked by a bear and I could tell my mom I was okay but no cell reception not daily news nothing yeah if I was worried about a storm it tells you the weather but very basic I, I came out two weeks later I didn't miss anything no no Nothing
2: could have told you that
1: there was not one text message that was breaking news, there was not one revelation, there's nothing. It was there is
2: nothing to talk about, there are no updates.
1: We are, we are so self important, and we are so, and we're making ourselves crazy, like we're actually going insane. So, yeah, anyway, that go out into nature is my point.
2: Georgia called me today, you know, Georgia, obviously, Uh called me today with a sense of urgency because I didn't pick up originally. And then sent a text saying to call. So I was like, okay, what's up? Right. Yeah. When somebody falls up right away. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, what's going on? And the... The importance of which she spoke about this LED mask being on sale if it's a two for one and that we should buy them together. And I was like, it was 11.30, 30. You were coming. I'm, you know, scrambling yeah, to get yeah. ready. And I was like, listen, I, this is great and everything, but I was like, this is madness. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, this was the pressing matter on a Sunday morning that we had to discuss. Yeah. I was like, thanks for the offer. I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah.
2: Your Georgie, if you're listening, so sorry that love the mask didn't work out. We love you. Thank Hope you so much for nasty. trying to make my face better. <laughs> no thanks. I'll stick with this hatchet I'm walking around with. Thank you so much. No, I think you're right that um we really don't miss anything and really don't. You it's, really if you don't. let people know, like I understand work correspondence. Yes, yeah. of course you had to be part. That's where your income is. But That's why you let them know, oh, I have the vacation time or like I will be unavailable like this time or and then, you know, you have the bounce back email or whatever the case is, then you're fine because otherwise with friends and stuff like that, even like if there's a family emergency, it's like, or somebody died, you're like, well, they're still going to be dead when I get back. <laughs> like, it's yeah. a, you're just like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Emergencies happen all the time. Yeah. I just don't know what to tell you. I can't be sitting by my phone waiting. I like to leave my phone on silent and then go charge it in another room. Yeah. I like to leave phones in other rooms so that I, I picked my phone up for no reason, but I, I like to charge you're it. you showing me what it is. I'm showing I, you what a good. phone is. It's good. But I, I like out to out leave it, I like to leave it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it's a
1: little stuff like that that really break. helps because we don't realize how like also there's a trick if you turn your display to black and white it really helps yeah because it's actually not as engaging to your eye so you lose interest way faster I
2: think I have a real problem with seeing my screen already like my letters are all really big Mm -hmm. I think I have such a big problem with seeing screens already that is helping me lose interest because I go my eyes hurt
1: yeah, no, my eyes are I guess because I've been I've been looking at my phone way too much. Yeah, yeah it, it's it seriously
2: real. ruined my eyes. This is why I have to have like reading class. Like even now, when I'm looking at the recorder to like check the time, I can't see anything. And I'm like, these numbers are regular size numbers. So that's why I have to keep, while you're talking, doing a huge <laughs> lean in like this. I'm just trying to make sure we're on track here. That's, uh, thank God. But it's very distracting. And yeah. this is because of my phone 100%. So oh, now yeah. it's in the way of my work.
1: Well, it's blue light. It's It also like leads to depression. There's all this kind of, I mean, I can go like, I really in my heart of hearts am I hippie. I sh- I belong into Pegan Canyon. Um I, I should be so selling beautiful. herbs. Like I, I, okay. if I could figure out how to make enough money to afford Topanga Canyon, I should be selling herbs. That's what I should really be doing. Not even
2: specific ones, just herbs. Just like
1: a kind of funny herbalist. That's really what i doing. You should know, have if
2: I could get pursued. if I could get myself some rosemary, some yeah. time, some mint. <laughs> you know, I think I'd be a happier woman. <laughs> we all
1: need more time. Am I right? Hey, that was a not wrong, pun. guys. An herbalist pun. Can I ask
2: you? Do you live on your own or do you live with uh, somebody? i my own. Okay, Do you did you feel like you were grateful to be able to have your own space during the pandemic to, oh, to totally. really like stretch out? I will say, and Norm and I did a great job. Yeah. I, I got to give him credit. I was definitely losing my mind for a lot of it. Norm did great. I was really glad to have him here. But I definitely had moments where I was like, the world is ending, and maybe I just need to be on my own with my thoughts because maybe I don't need anybody witnessing this right, right now. Right, like right, there's yeah. definitely times where I was like, "No, I'd be better off by myself right now." The, yeah. The pressure of trying to keep it together with somebody else, or like trying to keep up self care and then not be affected by somebody else's mood because that is hard for my self care. If well, somebody else yeah, is, is a in a mood, there's
1: also like just naturally as women, we have like tendencies to want to. To take care of people.
2: Oh, and take on other people's bullshit. And we take on their shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. I will say, Norm. Norm and I've had many talks because he works a very high stress job, and we've definitely come up with some ways for him to be able to um, process that stress without me getting caught in the crossfires. That's great. Well, this is why he has his own yeah. space that is his style, and he feels comfortable in it, so that I'm like he'll want to just stay there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, it's perfect. <laughs>
2: Basically, if you're in a bad mood, get out of the main space, okay? <laughs> go somewhere else. Go in the bedroom. Go do something. Do with I don't want anything to do with it. If you're in a studio, pick one side of a room. Go over there. I don't need it. Yeah, go
1: for a walk outside. Unless it's 100, don't do that.
2: Guys, we're dying up in here. It is so hot. <laughs> right now, I feel comfortable in the house, but it is so hot outside. And you know what? fuck it the news is right be careful of your pets guys their paws are gonna get too hot out there i hate to repeat the news that i hated to watch this morning but they make a good point i know put your hand on the pavement if it's too hot after five seconds and then they said imagine what it's like for your pet
1: seriously and on that note ding dongs
2: on that note jocelyn you started this podcast actually did we say a number or was it just that you're feeling I think we said an overall, self-esteem-wise. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know if I gave you a You're number. feeling...
2: We we got an overall, self-esteem-wise, we're at the best we've been. Now, yeah. in terms of... Because talking about everything we talked about, so much and so much to catch up on, really. Really. Are you still feeling good or are you like, oh, it's kind of hard to revisit? Or are you like, just no, I neutral? I feel great.
1: I'm a big talk-it-out person. I'm a big
2: talk... it out i am a big talk i am feeling great. And yeah. you've actually got me quite inspired to okay. kind of get up and going, well... You said so many good self-care things, which I really appreciated. I don't think I get outside enough. Yeah. I think you're like, I'll walk the path, but I think you're right. Maybe I need to go more into the mountains because I think it's a little more epic and makes you think a little bit We're more. We're very
1: close to some, some good stuff.
2: And there's kind of no excuse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right exactly. That's yeah. how I feel. So you've really inspired me. I'm like kind of really excited where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go on a hike tomorrow morning early.
1: Obviously, up, yeah, but I was yeah.
2: like, I'm going to go on a hike tomorrow. Like, yeah, actually a great way to start the day. So I'm feeling good. Good. Yeah, that we did it. Happy. Um, tell us again the name of your book, because <laughs> yeah. it's really crazy that somebody wrote a book and offered to help me. Thank you so much. I love to take you up on that. But tell us about your book and anything else or wherever, uh, your Twitter, because you still are I am on Twitter. Still. I'm
1: Jocelyn Hughes everywhere. That's a Jose Lynn. Hughes, um, like John, not related. Otherwise, I'd be living in a mansion. Um, <laughs> book is DIY, damn it. Uh, Curse free guide to crafting. A lot of um, older women in the South wrote complaint letters because I, I cuss a lot in the book.
2: Yeah, I mean, just don't read the book. It is called
1: (laughs) it is called DIY. Damn it! So just a a warning to anybody. You can probably buy the the book on sale. It's heavily discounted. And, yeah, rather than, like, follow me, I want you to, you know, maybe follow yourself. Follow, like, get out there. Turn your phone off. Do do that for Joss. You know what? Turn off your
2: phone. Go for a walk. I'm not giving my social handles. I'm not giving it for the podcast. I'm not even going to advertise the Patreon because technically when I advertised it earlier, I didn't say the name of it. So I'm not going to give the name well, of this Patreon. Wait, wait. I refuse. Because <laughs> you know what? If you're drawn to me, you'll find me.
1: That's what I'm telling you.
2: All right, Jocelyn, it's been a hit. Thanks for having me. And um, feel free to grab a Gatorade.
1: Thank you. All right.
2: (laughs) Believe in yourself. Believe in your body. Rock, rock, rock. It's the
0: self-esteem.